Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Welcome to this week's episode of No Idea Yet. Quick disclaimer for the beginning of this episode. Um, we don't know anything about this. Um, no, on a serious note, we, um, we, nothing we say can be taken as, a, as financial advice. Um, please, you know, go out, do your own research. There's, there's plenty to be to be learnt over there. You'll probably come away from this one with more questions than answers, but um, we hope you enjoy regardless. Welcome to episode eight of No Idea Yet. With me today, we have Johnny. Hello. And Freddie. Hello. And they'll be finding out live on this episode, fine enough, which you already know because you read the title, but it is on Bitcoin. Oh, oh God, So yeah, it's a vaguely topical at the moment. Probably won't be, or maybe still will be by the time this comes out. But um, yeah, so we're going to yeah, touch on that in general for a bit. There's some funny stories which I've found recently, some, you know, uh, quite amusing. And then just, yeah, the sort of feature of it, just initial thoughts on it, really. Like, what do you... Um, hang on. Right. Wait, are you going to Bitcoin or all cryptocurrencies? I, will, I was going to dabble in some other, other ones, yeah. But obviously, Bitcoin is a nice one. Nice one to do do to, I but, um, know one of your stories that you had of there's a guy with like $200 million in Bitcoin and he forgot his password and he's got 10 attempts and he's got like two. Yes, left. that was exactly the one I was <laughs> going to look at. Like, <laughs> it's so funny. Yeah. <laughs> I can't imagine. It should be a game show. Just record, like, his face when he's trying to guess a password that's worth like $200 million. It's, it's, uh, yeah, do you know, do I equity rich and cash poor? It's like that, but your equity is like worthless. It's like it's not a house. It's not anything. It's just that somewhere, somewhere oh, there's two hundred million with your name on it. Crazy, yeah. That is gutting. Well, I don't know much about Bitcoin specifically. It's you know, obviously, yeah. For, for you know, like, you can yeah branch out. But I mean, I saw I saw it literally. So I was in London recently, and on the side of a bus, it says, "When you see Bitcoin." on the side of a bus, it's time to start investing. Now, my knowledge of investing is like amazing. Yeah, I think by the time it's on the side of a bus, you're a little bit late to the party, actually. Yeah, (laughs) isn't it that you buy when it's low, either dropping if you think it's gonna come back up, or if you think it's gonna be good in the future, you buy. And this kind of seems like you're kind of at your peak, maybe, (laughs) Bitcoin. Well, Stocks famously only go up, and as as does Bitcoin. So you know, <laughs> I feel it's one of those things of where it, it it's just it's value for the sake of value. So it's like it's like you've got a stock or like a share in something, but it doesn't. It's not usually a share is in a company or something, something which holds actual value, and therefore the shares in that company have value in their own right. And I think is it just cryptocurrencies? Effectively, it's value for the sake of value. It's like somebody's just given. A value to something it's, it's and a currency like a rather than, yeah, it's a currency rather than a share so it will be yeah it's you know it's, it's more so it's it's value because the same reason that money has value because it's 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 a it's something that we have trust in each other that will you know fulfill mm. whatever based on it so yeah i think um yeah obviously it's still quite you know i think there's a, you know a lot of sort of false information there around about it which i think we one thing we can kind of look into and then go over next week um but i said the whole you know no idea yet like there, there's a lot i don't know but there's a lot but, you know mm. so um, yeah. I, can i can i oh, go on no oh, i was gonna say can i just throw out there what i think i know because this is what i like about this podcast is that i picture it as you just join a conversation at a party or a bar or somewhere 
and you realize everyone's there talking about xyz today it's bitcoin and you feel suddenly that you're gonna throw in whatever it is that you know and yeah. you're hoping and we're all gonna judge you on it and everyone listening <laughs> is gonna judge you so hard I hope something <laughs> sticks yeah, yeah. yeah no, so, absolutely weird i because so my knowledge so far i think is cryptocurrencies mainly with bitcoin is that there's a whole problem with that we we balance everything in the world money-wise against the gold standard but unfortunately there's more money than gold right so some clever people figured out like a digital way of doing it was to have these let's say coins bitcoins where each one was unique and whenever you transferred it it added on to the name of it so let's say it's called freddie I transfer it to Johnny and it says Freddie Johnny. And then you transfer it, it goes Freddie Johnny Alistair. And like, as far as I know, like you add data to the back of it. So it's always unique. It's always the coin is- The blockchain, right? Right. And somehow this is all encrypted magically. And so people can't (laughs) guess it. And also on top of all this, you make new ones by mining them. And that's basically where you use your computer's power to create one somehow out of thin air but it makes it i guess it's kind of it conserves the problem with energy like you know you can't create something from nothing because you use electricity to do it but i don't that's i think that's about as far as i've got knowledge wise you make the thing and then it's it's transferable if you lose one you've lost it forever and it can be used very 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 securely because it's like the way it's encrypted is that when you send it to someone you send some sort of passcode key that allows them to open the thing that you've just sent them but no one could interfere with it on the way and i don't know if any of that has just made sense but that's what i think i know okay? that's solid that's solid i said yeah uh johnny do you want to add anything to that or, or uh, three, yeah. four years ago i listened to a radio lab podcast about <laughs> four years ago i bought <laughs> now i'm to mention it <laughs> Um, it, I it, my password. It, it was a podcast about somebody who'd made a new cryptocurrency and how they went about doing it. Obviously, like you say, if there's a, somebody to make Bitcoin somewhere out there, there's a password and somebody could find it and hack into it or whatever. And it was their their effort to try and making a completely unhackable, completely like or like you know pure kind of cryptocurrency. And the kind of the way they did it was mad. Of they made sure there was like everything they did. They traveled interstate. To make sure no one was able to follow them or see wherever they were going. Then when they did it, they had a computer and they turned off the monitor and then they had this random generator. And no one there was allowed to look at it. And it was like this big, almost like a ceremony, like a ritual to make sure there's this way, which is completely random. There's no way anyone could ever learn how it happened because the people who did it didn't know how it happened. Um, yeah. So all I know other than this Obviously, it was like Radiolab kind of end up advertising this type of cryptocurrency. I wonder if they took stock in it. Um, yeah, oh, I know that. Like, I can't remember for the life of me. It was four years ago, but Radiolab was somewhere. There's like Bitcoin, Bit Light. Like, I mean, uh, there's like another random light one. I mean, there's loads. There's, there's loads. Yeah. There are so many now that, yeah. Because I guess people I want into that it. original Bitcoin, invest in something small, and it comes huge. But yeah, I, I just remember seeing, oh, wow. Alistair scrolling past loads of cryptocurrency on his phone. Yeah. 
But I, I remember thinking, or something with mining is like you need some mad processor on your computer. Like people would have these ridiculous yeah. computer setups to mine Bitcoin. But then I saw an advert on a game I was playing on my phone and it said like, mine Bitcoin from your phone. And I was like, how are we, so is that like NASA putting people into space in the 60s with less computing power than their phones that somehow what used to need a huge computer you yeah, use I think... Bitcoin? <laughs> or is that yeah, just I think more something that, Yeah, I definitely want to go away and, and research more. Because obviously now, now I'm actually... Oh, I'm hosting it, so I maybe I should know this. But as far as I understand, the, the actual mining process is more about the blockchain itself and keeping track of that. And that's that's it, the, the word mining is quite misleading, I think, in terms of what they're actually doing. It's not like they're just, you know, literally trying to find them. They're hidden somewhere. <laughs> it's more like, you know, because I, I think there's a, as I say, again, I need to need to um, go over this. There's a thing called the halvening, which is basically where, um, basically, yeah, three people talk about Bitcoin don't really know much about it for the first half of this episode. But yeah, the halving is where they basically halve the value of Bitcoin and it, it shoots it up. Um, but that, and then I think the people who mine it, well, mine it like in inverted commas, they're basically just running the blockchain. So if there are you know multiple transactions, it's it's the you know the one the the one that they go with is the correct one is the one with the most data on the blockchain. So I think that's kind of how the pricing power comes into it. I think I'm getting a little bit, a little bit confusing myself with this a little bit but um question mark on even what blockchain is i'm gonna write that down <laughs> thank you thank you <laughs> <laughs> also like questions are yeah so what is bitcoin <laughs> well, how does it work what is the what is the blockchain um and yeah there's a funny story but um i, I like that yeah, it's like yeah. yeah the blockchain and the harvening and i'm like mm, these, these are the words <laughs> i've not heard before to be honest i know that they are words because <laughs> that's the thing i don't get right that i'm gonna have to look up if you can just mine it potentially forever it has to. Yeah, there is a, the hard cap on it is, is what gives them value. In the same way that there is only so much gold in the world, and there will only ever be that much gold in the world. So yeah. So I'll put my show notes. Um, what is Bitcoin? <laughs> <laughs> and I like to imagine that's like one of the most popular searches on Google of what is Bitcoin. I think recently, yeah. oh, with how much has been in the news lately, I think for sure. But obviously, so we can touch quickly on obviously again. I, it's probably only pretty old news by the time this airs, but um, the whole Elon Musk, uh, basically, you know using a lot of Tesla's like, uh, you know, available funds to capital to buy into Bitcoin. And then I think you will actually be able to pay for Tesla's in Bitcoin soon. Um, well, I think obviously he is obviously, you know, very forward thinking and very kind of, you know, I, I can't see there being any huge crash with Bitcoin in terms of, you know, the more companies that do this, obviously the more investment they have into it. Yeah. Um, I mean, I mean, know. money's only got worth because society says it does. Right. Like, of course. You have you hold those coins, you're like, yeah, but it's coins, I've got it. Uh, but there's Bitcoin's numbers on a screen. What does that mean? Well, I mean, mate, look at your credit card. It just literally just tied to numbers in, a, in an account somewhere. Yeah. It doesn't actually mean anything. Do you think it's it's surely this is just an actual normal step in the future of economics? Oh, for sure. It, that is, yeah. it, 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 there's no centralized bank and everything, which is great. It's, it's a good thing. So, yeah. But I always, always think of like, do you know, like when you look at, you always think when you've got change in your pocket, isn't worth as much as notes in your pocket. But when you look at a note, it says, um, what is it, like a promise the bearer five pounds. And it's effectively an IOU on paper, really. That's what I was saying. This is meant to represent it. I said it's, it's, it's just trust between two people. That's all. That's yeah. we can, we can, I, think, I think we're quite fun to touch on the sort of foundations of money and in, how it actually came about. And it's, you know, because it is, it's a, I don't know, like the it makes the world go around. Yeah. Rick and Morty episode where it's oh, like yeah. all he does is change the value of one to zero and it's like wait <laughs> and it I'll do it if you like... pay me money <laughs> yeah just exactly yeah well see this has made me have a little funky thing as you, you guys are talking about exchange rates right because you just said it's fixed and it made me think hang on a second is it so like pound to euro for example is a classically important thing to us all right now 
Um, <laughs> Brexit. So, like, if, for example, uh, let's say it's not by countries in the future, it's not like, oh, you guys have Russian Bitcoins and you guys have um, um, Botswana Bitcoins. Maybe it was like societies, like groups of people across the world. So, I don't even know what you call it. Like, I, I'm going to go down a super, like, American route here. So you got the jocks around the world, like the, the Chinese jocks and you got the Venezuelan jocks. They all use jock coin. <laughs> like the, the D&D players of the world and like the, I know, the Japanese D&D players, they have D&D coin or something. Like, and then would you have an exchange rate between those two Bitcoin, those two types of cryptocurrency? God, I don't even know. Like, or would you, you just do, have yeah, one you, unit yeah. currency and everyone has all, it's just units. It's just like in a sci-fi. Everyone just pays in credits or something. Yeah. And it's just, that's it. Yeah, Again, yeah I mean, obviously, the, I don't know, the uh, more tangible thing you can see in terms of the direction it's going in the society that we can actually sort of see is obviously the kind of move away from cash, which I think, yeah, the whole, the whole pandemic has, has massively pushed. But mm. um, yeah, I mean, China, obviously, like I said, when I was living there, they had a very much, you know, almost cash society in terms of you could function very well without cash. People obviously still had it. People used it all the time. But you could do everything without cash. Um, so yeah, well, I mean, what, what do you guys think of that? Just as a little side, what cashless society? Do you think that'd be a good thing, bad thing? I've seen, I've seen obviously arguments for both sides of that. I think the only, the, the only main thing it's negatively impacts is um, just older generation, really, because you could even say like, oh, what about kids when they want to go to the shop? And I guess you, they just have a little card which has credit on it from the parents, and it's like, it's oh, you're smaller for their tiny. <laughs> <laughs> Like, hey, oh, I'll just credit you, credit your card. There you go. There's your pocket money. It could even be like a thing of, do you know, like in time, the, the film where they like, they have yeah. hours. So yeah, like, you just quickly you just hold hands. Exchange time for money. But other than that, is yeah, yeah. yeah, so you just hold right, your yeah, card. Yeah. And there you go. And you say like, oh, give concept, £10, pounds, so. tap card. Yeah. You know, something like that. 10 credits. That's a good well, concept yeah. of a film that was so badly like done. I, 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 I really like that film. I've got nothing to complain. It could have been done better. I like that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it could, yeah, but it was a good step. It's like jumper, you know. It's just, it, I'm just glad that somebody had a great idea and it came to fruition. Even could it, if it could have been done better, I'm just glad they made it. Well, okay, so back to the original point though. Yeah. The problem I had in my previous jobs is that people don't tip when it's because you just put how much is it? It's this. So you tap your card and you paid this, right? Mm. There's no kind of like. Oh, I'll just leave you the change, kind of thing. Yeah, I don't know if that's if that's a big negative or a small negative. Maybe that's because of America. I think that's the very that's the very very like cusp of the of the world that you're getting into there. Basically, so obviously, ask any waiter. Do you so you you declare your tips right for um for for tax purposes? Mm. Oh, of course, you know who doesn't. Yeah, so but obviously that is the very sort of the fringes of the criminal world because obviously because I'm saying the criminal world would be hit very very hard <laughs> if, cash, if everything became digitized. It would become a very difficult. You know, I, mean, I don't. You know, not that I'm lamenting this at all. I don't think that'd be a bad thing, but it would be a fact. Obviously, society would. You know, so well, obviously, was... that, I'm sure there would be, but there would be sort of. You know, because obviously, uh, Bitcoin's history actually has. You know, most people who would buy be buying Bitcoin five, ten years ago were to do dodgy things with it because obviously it was a. You know, it was kind of a way of paying for things on the dark web and all the rest of that. So, <laughs> I think yeah, obviously, I'm sure criminals will. I'm sure find a way of a way around these problems, but yeah, in terms of a cashless society. Yeah, I was, that's something that brings to mind. There was a show called Riviera. I didn't actually watch all of it, but I loved the premise. And then not enough that I liked the show, though. 
Um, and it was <laughs> the idea of um, that art is something which isn't really taxable and it's something which has no actual value. So effectively how people are being able to pay each other with art is like, oh, okay, well, I'm going to pay 20 million for this piece of artwork. It's like, yeah, but it's not worth that. No, I chose how much it's worth. I'm paying them 20 million. Could be some dodgy deal you're doing under the hands. Like, actually, I'm paying you for 20 million pounds worth of drugs. But here's a token piece of artwork, which isn't taxable, which is completely okay for me to give you a colossal amount of money, whatever. And it's, it's this underworld that's gone with art sales of like, you just, you just say, here's, this has value. Money, money laundering, basically, right? Money laundering. Yeah, yeah money laundering. But it's like massive, massive. a way to do that. So you could say it's a cashless system, but it's like, oh, what did you well i i gave them this because i bought this piece of art so it's it's cool idea so i feel like the thing we're touching on there is that actually the cashless or not doesn't really it's just sort of almost semantic yeah you know like yeah society will continue and it will but then again i think the, the government intervention of it will be far far greater obviously because they can you know so they can track, you really, know, we still have this kind of concept obviously we're given it of like there's criminals on one side and then there's the governing body on the other side, right? You, I mean, you, mm. obviously we all know that they're totally mixed, but it's like, <laughs> all right, criminals would benefit from this or criminals will be hit harder from the way we do money and yet the government will have a benefit or we'll have a benefit. Like that's, it's all semantics, all mixed. Yeah. Like there's like the, the criminals are at the top as well. Just some earn more money than the others. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just have high top end criminals and low end criminals. Well, you draw the line as well, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. There's, there's uh, we'll get into the morality and ethics of that, maybe, but um, yeah, no, go on, Johnny. Oh, say? There's one thing I want to say just, just about like the idea of value and stuff. It was always the thing of like, oh man, the, was it the Spanish Inquisition? No, I can't remember. When they went to <laughs> nobody South, ever suspected. <laughs> when they went to South <laughs> South America and they started paying like, uh, I'm going to muddle up my history. I would say Aztecs. Is that the classic one? Of oh, they 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 traded them gold for mirrors and and like we were like, oh man, they completely did them in because they didn't realize they had gold. It's like yeah, but for them mirrors were like dope. <laughs> it's just like man, that's just a, a yellow rock. I don't care. Why do I care about a yellow rock? This. This mirror, I can see my face. This is huge. Before anything else, like, you know, what what a commodity to be able to see yourself, to you know, to look at yourself, dress yourself, do whatever, rather than having to look in like polished metal or water or something like that, or a puddle, like, yeah, just a puddle. And like, <laughs> so we always, make it a puddle. It was, it was a real yeah, problem. In there. It, it's only with the idea of that. Oh well, as soon as they get integrated into our society, they'll realise how valuable gold is. But if you don't integrate them, then actually it's just a fair trade for two items. And someone, the Aztecs would be like, these, these guys want literal rocks. Like, why do you even care? They're just yellow. Yeah, cool, whatever, but they're rocks. And then, you know, Spanish like, we're just giving them mirrors. Oh, I mean, value just is just itself. so... Yeah. yeah, so it's... Yeah, that's, that's yeah, kind of the root of it all. It's so, you know, like I said, imagine so the, the can... classic example of that is give someone, someone you know, um, a regular person, you say, in the, in the street, would you like a glass of water or this diamond worth, worth you know, millions of pounds? Everyone's going to say the diamond, right? No problem at all. Ask someone who's dying of thirst in the middle of a desert, give them the same question, exactly the same stuff, <laughs> which one are they going to go for, you know? <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. It's all, yeah, it's all of like course. Not right. to mention the timings, right? Like, you offer, but, like, I don't know, Alistair, whatever phone you've got right now, like, I give you 10 grand for it. You'd be like, uh, yeah, sure. Go back in time. Five years? If that, your phone is worth like hundreds of thousands. Yeah. Like technology. And then maybe you go into the future and it's worth nothing. 
I mean, or you can go too far into the past and you can't even charge it because what is electricity? <laughs> yeah, this works for all of 12 hours and then it'll... What's the old premise of this? Is, yeah. <laughs> How to make money with a time machine. That's the best way. I'm going to get back in time and sell my food. Actually, that's not I'm just going to get back in time. What yeah. currency would have the most value throughout the longest period of time? It's got to be probably something like water. A hashtag, you should read the book, June. <laughs> oh, yeah, I, I've got it on my on my tablet. It's ready there to read. Yeah, you should, it's, mm. it, well, if you get into it, it's really good. But like, uh, water is let's just say quite important. And if you were time traveling and you used as much time as possible, I mean, it's perfectly plausible for people to come to our planet and steal all of our water. Just if that's scary, it was as useful as it is to us as it is to them. Like, it is, yeah, I've just, read that it, it shouldn't really exist, right? In a lot of ways, and it kind of, yeah, it is a pretty phenomenal. And obviously, you know, yeah, probably be wars in the future fought over it. Obviously, when it becomes Vasquez mm. yeah. and everything else. So yeah. Also, the girl, guys, pro tip: we're going to talk about Bitcoin. But actually, the best investment you can make: go fill up your bathtub with water. <laughs> <laughs> no. Never mind sit on that hiding for a few in... thousand years. You'll be never... laughing. Never mind hiding. Make sure it's evaporate though. Make, make sure it's not too hot. It might. <laughs> Yeah, also the film Rango, that's water as a commodity. Well, oh. I actually hadn't thought of that, but you're right. You're Rango's so up. good. Up there with one of my top films. Really? Okay, cool. Yeah, well, and it, like the way they recorded the audio is they all acted it out in a studio. They all just like, they had like like basic set. They were walking through, there was mics around. So it wasn't they're just in a, you know, in a recording or like booth. They were all together, all acting on side each other. So it's more natural noises and kind of stuff like that. That's it. Yeah, okay, okay, I've got a question then. I've got mine. Just to, to tie it back to so you D. guys. D. D. June. D. J. D. U. N. E. Oh, oh, okay, that makes more sense. What? Oh no, no, oh no, no. June. D. U. N. E. Sorry. Yeah. I thought we were talking about book, Django. Right? Django. Rango. No, oh, Rango. De Django. I think in June is in the month, and I was thinking that's a weird name for a book, but <laughs> yeah, that makes more sense. Yeah. So yes, any of our listeners listening and we're keen on that recommendation of a book from Freddie, it's June as in D-U-N-E rather than June. Sorry. And it'll be a I film by the time you listen to this <laughs> already. Dune. Dune. Dunes, man. Dunes. So can you guys imagine within our lifetimes that you have to switch like the world changes currency? That the world changes currency. Can you picture this? Mm. Oh, well, I think it's any, I, anything goes with this kind of thing do I believe I don't know I, I find it hard to believe there'll be a uni, unified thing of something just at least at the, the, the progression that we're on now I feel it'll be hard to get anything unified I guess I think based on how badly the euro language works economically is not going to be all the, the issues they have with the euro economically I don't think that's you know it wouldn't work at all with a, with a global yeah. currency Especially with capitalism, um, I think you know, if to pay everyone the same amount of money, you can't effectively have capitalism properly. Can well, you? imagine, imagine explaining to an alien that it pops down. I love, I love taking things and like trying to imagine it as an alien concept, assuming that an alien can make sense of our logic. Is they're like, right? So a bottle of water, you have currency, right? Yeah. So a bottle of water in Venezuela and a bottle of water in Germany aren't the same value to you. Well, no, because Venezuela is like super poor, right? Yeah, so they, like it should be like a penny, whereas in yeah, I guess in Germany, like it should cost like two two Boss. pounds or whatever. It is. Yeah, it's just like if you really think about it, why the hell don't we have a universal currency? Like we're all humans, 
we should all value things equally no matter where you are just maybe i guess you'd have it a bit more expensive for a water in a cold country because you don't need it as much as a hot country or maybe vice versa i don't know like why is it that we have this concept that's like oh no it should be cheaper there because you guys are poor mm. I, 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 think, I think you're getting it getting it the wrong way i don't think it's cheaper because we think they're poor therefore it's cheaper it's cheaper because you know the, the structures are already in place that have made it so the price is just determined by the situation they're in it's not like we, you don't go somewhere and say this is the price because of this it's these these are the oh, situations yeah, that yeah. happen therefore the price comes of it mm. you know? yeah because um but then why not like i mean the thing okay assuming in the future i'm not saying i, I agree with you i'm just saying in the future if we have a maybe better transport then and like goods and services can be got can be received anywhere and everywhere when they're needed surely that has to blanket kind of unify the currency and the value of stuff right i think it's something to do with supply and demand <laughs> Those two were, why, why? But i think as yeah. well do you like the reason why the uk didn't go to the euro when it joined the eu because like with language of who's going to be the one to choose what is do you know, like someone's like i'm not going to have english as my main language my yeah. language should be the main language who chooses who decides and i think that's always going to be something stopping in the way of like who's the you know everyone's got to step aside for something else and i feel at the moment everyone's a bit too like no ours is the best way uh, one thing um who do you think is the most famous person in the world Sorry, complete tangent. This is something I thought. Like, is it could it be like Tom Cruise? But it's like you got to think of all the most remote places. Could it be the Queen? Like, is it Steven Spielberg? You know, like who's who's the most famous, the most well known? Who's most known by everyone on the planet? I'm gonna go with Jesus. As in people who are alive, just, sorry, just people who are alive, or what? I'm gonna say no. I'm gonna say alive. Good shout. Yeah, any form of religion, to be honest, like God. If, yeah, so yeah, it's the most the most well known person alive currently, because it could be well, the yeah, Queen. Probably up there, yeah. Is it, is they known by name. Or that's so easy for three British people to say, "Oh, like it must be the Queen." Because yeah. I think even random countries know about the British Empire and therefore that they have a still have a monarchy and that there's a Queen, and they don't mm. probably know her by name, but they just know the Queen of England. So mm. maybe. Okay, you've got to think of the sheer numbers in countries because obviously I feel like most people in India probably are <laughs> more, more likely than, than you know, yeah, China probably does. But go on, Freddie, what were you going to say? Sorry, you kind of in your audio went a bit dodgy. Yeah, sorry, I thought I, it turns out my internet was too unstable. Oh, I can't remember now. Just that, like, uh, something about how difficult this is as a thing. Like, is it that you know their face if they walk somewhere, or is mm. it that you know their name? Like, I know people's names, but. I don't. I think I like Madonna or something, but I think if I walk past Madonna, I wouldn't notice. That is yeah. in her name. Who's the most? How much news? Obviously, yeah, yeah. And there'd probably be a decent argument to say that Donald Trump was, and yeah. in, in a little while, yeah. but he probably was the most famous yeah. for a bit. I got to get a Trumpel actually. I think he's one of the only people that exactly that I would notice. I would hands down notice. I saw his face so many times. I'm so yeah. crap with people. <laughs> I, he's, I he's been so international because it's a, in the same way that like people may know the Queen's because of just the British Empire, like X kind of thing of America is such a powerhouse. Not, I, mean, I don't know where America thinks it's the centre of the world kind of thing, but, you know, it just, yeah, the news spreads, yeah. doesn't it? Fun thing, just again, a little side note, but what I always thought was really interesting, whenever you're in different countries, 
obviously we always see maps right in the UK. The UK is in the middle of the map. Yes. Turns out every in the world does that. So <laughs> map the map of China, cut America in half <laughs> so they can put China in the middle of the map. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Everybody, also look yeah. up look up bad maps because I mean you've never neither of you as far as I know have ever been in space, right? <laughs> I'm pretty sure. I thought you were saying to Spain, and I was like, that's how we near you ever to Spain. This is really, really, really amazing place. Early onset dementia from Freddie. I've never been to space, no, Freddie. No, so you haven't seen the Earth. Like, you don't know it's, 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 um, uh, we'd call it scale, not scale, but like the size of the different countries compared with each other, right? Freddie's going to lead on to flat Earth, aren't you? Is that it? Guys, you haven't just made have you ever looked out the window? It's flat, okay? Like, come on. You're just being sheep. No, but like the size, like France is the largest country in Europe by size. Now, it's absolutely massive. I happen to have driven across it recently. <laughs> <laughs> oh, really? So I mean, how, how long did that take you, Freddie? So like, long. Like, so big. Like, but in all our maps, anyway, in the UK, you, you, like, if you actually look at it, you're like, oh, England's about the same size <laughs> massively inflated our, our in size yeah, just, I think that was, that was a, a, yeah that's a long big long ego time, thing <laughs> like Africa's yeah. way bigger than it is on all maps and you know it's because cartography isn't it because it's a sphere everything tries to make it look uh, right but it's, it's not is it though is it a square but uh, there's a little map generator you can get isn't it where you, you can click to see the actual size and yeah. mean like everything in the north or south is colossal yeah. yeah, there there is basically a thing like yeah, it's um, but there is I think there's there's two fold with that. that people genuinely change the size of their countries to to you know, like we definitely used to do that on maps to make because England's so tiny that you know the UK is so tiny that you're like oh yeah, we have to make that a bit bigger. Such a guy. Good luck editing this episode, by the way. Are you going to cut all this out? <laughs> I know. This is this is a talk cryptocurrency. <laughs> this is not a talk cryptocurrency, but we'll, we'll, go with it. we'll go with it. The last thing is that also places feel like you said about before, we talked about time. Like if you're doing a lot of stuff in a, in a period of time, it feels short when you're doing it, but it's long when you look back. Right? This actually works with places. Like a place is so dense when it's got so much going on within it that you think it's massive, but actually it could be a very small island, like England, for example. But I mean, the vastness of, I don't know, Algeria. <laughs> and yet it's actually not got much in it when there's a large space between each, each town. That's like the long short thing, isn't it? Of where it's like, it's because how much you see on the way. Mm. There you go. It. We're going full circle to like oh. a few episodes ago. I can't remember if it's always on the episode or just traveling is also yeah. possibly a hobby. Come on now. <laughs> <laughs> I've actually had some backlash of people who've listened to the first episode and been like, what do you mean traveling's not a hobby? <laughs> <laughs> I, so I've already I like had some feedback. And it just like pops up, Johnny just like, yeah, no, Alistair just like, yeah, but what do you say when you'd like to say, oh, I'm going to go play football or oh, I'm just going to go travel? <laughs> <laughs> See, the problem we're, we're immortalizing whatever we decided to say in that moment. So, you know, this is what we've signed up for, guys. But yeah. Anyway, it's I want like to put it so that we can actually vaguely, you know, or at least, you know, bring it back into what we were talking about. So, just some, some things to look up for next week. We've, obviously, I think there's enough gaps in our knowledge on <laughs> cryptocurrency that we don't need to worry too much about the questions. We're going to, you know, just basically let's, let's, let's research it a bit and um, learn a bit more about it and have more of an idea when we come back next week. And yeah, what will be a few seconds for you guys? Welcome back.
we have had a week, we are back talking about Bitcoin. So um, the questions I posed to you last week basically were pretty open. <laughs> what do you, uh, what do we actually think about Bitcoin? What's um, uh, in general, let's learn some stuff about it. Like, we don't want to make this a whole lecture on, you know, there are better sources of, of uh, information on this out there, but this is what we learned, what we thought was interesting about it. So, um, so yeah, over to you, Johnny, let's, let's take it away. So what was um, the things that you've learned this week you didn't know? When I, was, when I was doing a bit, as I start, sat down to start the research, I was like, right, let's look at some of the questions, because just to refresh my mind of what question was asked, because usually it's like one, like two or three, and I was like, there's just a blank page, and it says, like, like show notes one, what is Bitcoin? <laughs> it's empty. <laughs> um, <laughs> let's, let's fill that knowledge. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think I definitely feel like that. Do you know, like you're learning something, there's almost like a, a jumping off point of where you understand everything. It's like it just clicks, and it didn't fully click of exactly what I wanted to know. <laughs> that is uh, gutting. <laughs> and there's a point where it just clicks, and it didn't. And I'm just like, <laughs> the penny did not drop. It was just, it just sat there staring at me. It's just like so a tiny what, bit. What did of, you get? I think the, the biggest thing of like, I think it's just, it's meant to be like a. It's a peer-to-peer network, so uh, it's, wow. well, this is going to be right. Right, videos helped more than general yeah. research. I was going to say someone someone clearly didn't watch enough like hand-drawn or stop-animated videos on Bitcoin like I did. <laughs> so to tease you, my beautiful beautiful listeners, um, we're going to be talking about the history potentially a little bit, the current uses, obviously to round off this just threesome, the future of bitcoin and how it's not it itself but what it has created a blockchain for decentralizing the guns <laughs> yeah so i thought yeah just to start off um with a pop quiz that we've already started is <laughs> what year was it created <laughs> i think we can all agree on 2008 or 9 or <laughs> <laughs> It was kind of, I think the important thing of that in his place in history was it was it was born in the financial crisis. So right? it, was, it was kind of a way of this kind of life, life as it were, away from the, you know, traditional big money and traditional, where the, you know, uh, institutions. So, yeah. And what I found was that each time I was, well, this is all in really one video in particular that I'm going to talk about. Um, every time it says, yes, but what about this major flaw? Floor. and I'm like you're right what about this major flaw and it's like oh this is how blockchain does it oh, oh okay it's the kind of the solving the Rubik's Cube is the analogy they often use um there's basically that, that's what the hard processing power needs to be done to kind of to for each block to uh, make the transaction sort of real and then or to, to basically agree upon you know within the network of, of all the doing it that this is the, this is the right transaction and then it added to the chain and then it's kind of it becomes the ledger as it were which keeps track of all these you know this is how, how, it's, sort of, you know, how it's all lodged. but then the the reward they get for that is in Bitcoin, so the, the miners, as it were, they have to solve these things and they get incrementally harder um, as time goes on to sort of count. Yeah. It's, it's very future proof, right? That's sort of something I want to sort of touch on. I think they're, they're, they're kind of the, they're, how they see this Satoshi, this sort of modern day enigma of, because of people don't know who he, who he really is or who, who the people who are who made it are. Um, it's kind of, you know, forward thinking, like linking it with gold and everything. I don't know. Um, do you want to um, touch on this a bit? Um, well, the, the one thing which, the, the bit that didn't click for me is the, sorry, yeah, talking about the mining and 
again, looking at quite a few videos of being like, it's like, well, what is Bitcoin mining? And it's like, well, there's only 21 million Bitcoins ever. The fact of trying to put it like a gold, so you got a rare resource, where it's eventually, and the act of mining initially is to, the only, the only you get in a video, which is only giving you like, the summary and it's like oh, i really need more of the depth and it's like so computers have to solve an equation and this means we're able to get x amount of coins in x amount of time but as more people try mining to make sure they only wanted like a um like a steady mining um sort of balance with inflation right yeah that's what yeah so, so the more miners that you have the harder the equations the harder it is to do and the longer it takes to mine so you're never going to suddenly get a huge influx so suddenly all 21 million are done in like a year and it's like all oh, right it's done now yeah. so it's trying to get that slow steady progression and 2140 is the is the year there will be um there'll be 21 million and that's it basically that's yeah, the, so this is one that's thing that. which i didn't get of like it's meant to be so it's 21 million and the idea is it's like what 50 and is it every four years that they changes the amount you're able to mine or something? Yeah, the halves the amount that the miners get as a reward for, for solving these kind of things. They, they, it halves every four years, yeah. Yeah. However, there's 18 million currently that have been mined. And I feel that's like the majority of it already done. And there's still a whole yeah, the depreciating depreciating curve that like, takes forever to get to zero. That makes sense. That just so, won't ever get to like, zero, technically. Yeah, right. so there's it a big, gets, big vein of gold, and you get the big, the big chunks out first, and then you just kind of scraping <laughs> away the little bits, and you're panning for gold yeah. rather than chunks of gold coming out. But their value is, I mean, like it's all this is sexy ass trust. I don't know, I'm saying sexy too much today. Like, it's just like the whole weird trust thing that made me trip out and realize that all money is just obviously trust. It's just <laughs> numbers on a ledger. Because you're oh, saying this. Yeah. Last time, like, you look at a note, it says, you know, I, you know, the, the Bank of England certifies that they owe you five pounds because of this bit of note. And it's like a trust thing. You're like, right, the bank said this is worth this. So if I go in, I don't need gold, this amount of gold to buy it. I can do a piece of paper instead and trust that I've got it. And is it meant to be this? Is that it's like, well, how can you trust anyone? And it's the fact that everybody who has any Bitcoin is already in it. So it's kind of like a, I imagine you're in a town square and there's like, I don't know, a big pile of gold there. And it's like, everyone's always there looking at it. So it's like, well, once someone steals it, it's like, yeah, but everyone's there looking at it. So you can't steal it because everyone's there. Rather than getting yeah. a security guard to um, you know, look over it and pay them money to, to look at it. You know, everyone's already doing it anyway. The, yeah. the thing that like, oh man, there's so much to go into. I don't know whether to go in towards the end or kind of the beginning of the explaining, but it's the fact that when someone, I'll go at the end, so someone wants to join, like you want to join now, right? So you're like, hey guys, can I have, as Alice said, a ledger, like a piece of paper with all of your names on, or account numbers, invert commas, all of your names on and how many Bitcoins you have. Which first of all, I kind of want to, can you look at that thing? I guess we can, we can see who has the most. That's kind of cool, right? Um, and then everyone has to give you a list. But the thing is, the lists aren't going to be identical, identical, because there's like a time delay or something, right? So your computer just goes with the one that most people are using. And the idea is that it'd be take far too much computing power for someone to make one that's fake, that's like got a million copies of it. So you basically go on what everyone else has got. And then then it just gets down into even more complicated stuff. <laughs> I look at my notes once you get hold of this ledger. But uh, do, you, do you mind if I attempt to like explain how it works. Yeah. Point will do. Right, so quick question before Freddie goes. It's one, it's worth like 
fifty grand at the moment. Thirty-seven thousand pounds is one bitcoin. So how do you get a coffee from a shop? I'm assuming that it's like oh, it's one pound, and then it's like a percentage in pennies. Otherwise, it's like so one coffee. I'll have one bitcoin. Here you go. Yeah, um, they have you're on the half the shop. Called, <laughs> it's, um, it's called a satoshi, and it's one hundred millionth of a bitcoin, and that's so it's actually more divisible than any other currency. So you can buy Bitcoin by the Satoshi, basically, which is obviously currently worth less than a penny. Or less, Thank you. The world, yeah. That makes sense. Uh, Freddie, you were going to explain about the, um, the ledger and, and how it all works in here. This is, <laughs> Give us this the full is, breakdown. So this is going to be, first of all, this is totally, I'm winging it. I'm not I haven't written enough notes for this. So any listeners who are going to like not listen to me and think I'm an idiot, which is, I am. Um, and second of all, I don't, I just don't fully understand it. So... <laughs> Here we go. You, Johnny, let's just go to Johnny because he's sat there. He has a bit of coin. His account name is obviously super coded and it's like yeah, X35. <laughs> yeah, X35281, blah, 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 blah. But we're going to go with Johnny. So Johnny wants to spend a Bitcoin. Now he'll have a bit wallet because everyone has a bit wallet. And the Bitcoin, well, the bit wallet is linked by a special key. To your account, that's the name Johnny. Now, you put your Bit Wallet now makes a unique code using the key to. to oh man, I'm already losing my track here. Um, that proves that Johnny sent it. That Johnny has sent this transaction of one Bitcoin for a very, very expensive hamburger. Now, everyone else can look at this transaction key and code and say, yes, definitely, Johnny was the one that made the transaction. But the problem is that, that doesn't say when the transaction was made, and that's where the pool comes in. That's why we have to have the pool where all the transactions go into a pool, computers randomly pick people out of the pool, solve it, and put them in a list. Does that mean the transaction doesn't go through until someone solves it? <laughs> there you go. So Bitcoin transfer times can take as little as 10 minutes to, 10, to hours to days to even more than a week, because, yeah, so it does vary. At the moment, I suppose. Yes. Okay, that sells my question. So that makes more sense. So yeah, you have your special wallet. The special wallet says, like, okay, here yeah, guy, here's a little special code that links with your account that says you paid this. Everyone checks it. Yeah, that code looks about right. Your account with the transaction you made with a special ending code that's unique each time. Other people do this. Well, obviously they don't know computers do, and say, Yeah, you made this transaction, that's all good. They can't steal any information by back coding you can't do that you can just see that it was made by that person and then until someone plops that out of the pool of all transactions in the world and solves it you might not get that thing <laughs> that, you, that you bought so that's yeah. interesting yeah i think that's why very much at the moment it's very much an asset rather than a currency like you want no one's buying bitcoin at the moment to go out and spend it on a Tesla, maybe, but <laughs> I like the But yeah, I think, yeah, the, the um, did you guys look up Ethereum at all? And um, look no, into first, I'll say yeah. apparently there's a shop, I think it's a coffee shop in Prague, which only sells stuff in Bitcoin. It's the only way to get anything from it. And I feel like that's that's a bold move. Obviously, you're going to get customs just for the fact, no way, I can spend my Bitcoin here. And other things have been like, that's a risky move. <laughs> I mean, I'm assuming... Yeah. I'm well, assuming the prices are going to change so cheap. fast, how would you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> At the time is when you order it and then you've got the coffee, the price has gone <laughs> up and down by it. Imagine someone walking in, being like, can I have a coffee? Yeah, do you have Bitcoin? No. Well, no then. 
I'm thirsty. No, get out. They say, like, ah, oh, can I have, um, I'll have a cappuccino and would you like some, no, would you like soy milk? No, I've no milk. Okay, cool. And as you're buying it, then it's like, okay, no, I'm sorry, we're going to buy this coffee back off you. <laughs> We've just seen the, the price change. <laughs> we're keeping it. That coffee's a lot more valuable than it was before. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Bitcoin crashes or something like, <laughs> like minus money. It was like, oh. <laughs> Um, yeah, I'd be curious. I don't, well, I don't, I've not heard of that 21. I think it might be a, yeah. <laughs> well, um, interesting. I just, I'll just say just before Ethereum, because I think this may relate to a bit to it. It seems Bitcoin is more like a share or a stock than it is actually a currency. That is like people yeah, buying it. Mean, yeah, it's more of an asset. It's closely linked to gold. If you think of it as online gold, that is the best analogy because it's, it was actually designed to be very similar. It was, you know, like I say about it being free to prove everything. And it was designed to be a similar sort of scarcity almost and similar. It's obviously market caps way way lower at the moment and everything, but it's than gold. But um, but no, it's uh in the future I think it's, it's going to that's the, the best way to sort of. Um, or in the future like we'll have a cryptocurrency that unites the world, but we don't, might not necessarily be Bitcoin. But because I mean I've yeah, seen it, yeah. when I looked up stuff, there are benefits to other cryptocurrencies that Bitcoin doesn't have. Like there's a benefit to Litecoin. I can't remember what it benefit is. It's yeah. something like it's easy. Well, all of them basically that. The, Ethereum, obviously, Ethereum is like the biggest altcoin, if you like. So all of, all of the altcoins that are sort of not Bitcoins, basically. But the um, yeah, the advantage that they all have is that there's not a limited number, which obviously makes it more like money. Because obviously, you think you know, like fiat money, there's there's no limit to um, to how much money the government can print, or how much money it's sensible to print. But there's no Zimbabwe. You know, there's no hard I mean, they just they just Zimbabwe. They just kept printing oh, yeah, yeah. money. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, hyperinflation. All ride that train for yeah. But yeah, so in terms of I mean, we can go to that. I think uh, the future of it and the kind of, like I said, the um, Ethereum and the kind of ride sharing stuff and all of the different ways it can actually be, the, the practical use of it in, in the world are, uh, I think, very exciting and very um, real, if you like. The key of it is it's still decentralized and it's still not fiat money. So it's still, yeah. The idea of that being on, say, a ride, a ride sharing app is a really good example. If it's just a case of, I will get you from A to B for this amount of like money and then you don't need to worry about any there's no other fees that needs to be happening there's no other there's no other like gonna you know, companies have to do anything it's it's you know it's it's really good for that. I mean, it, it, the future of that is very exciting and very um i think liberating for, for a lot of people potentially the tax is an interesting point i think at the moment there's no way to get um have cryptocurrency without tax unless you have you can offset it against losses from previous years but again yeah not not much of a flex to be like oh i <laughs> didn't pay tax this year because i lost so much money last year <laughs> But, um, but but it's, it's sort of like how do you when you don't know who's who on it? I know you can like there's ledgers and stuff, but like how do you know it's tax? If you know what I mean? Because usually it's like say Bitcoin's anonymous, isn't it? I know it'll eventually link up, but there's no way to find out kind of thing. It's currently it's it's classes of capital gain, so it's classes of investment, so you pay capital gains tax, which is effectively once any investment that you have, if it's gains um, like a stock, for example, um, if it gains value once you realize that asset, so once you sell the uh, you know, sell the stock, then it's it's uh, taxable at that point. So, but that's that assuming point, you have to pay. that you, you buy against, and um, you buy and sell the cryptocurrency, isn't it? So that's like when it yeah. becomes the you like into pounds. But if you only yeah. got rid of the pounds, then it's only cryptocurrency, and you never del- delve out of that. How do you tax it? I mean, this could be too much of a question that we don't know <laughs> to answer. <laughs> like, this is the no idea yet. Welcome back to part episode three of this one because we realize we still don't know anything about it. <laughs> so much.
Um, to be honest with you, no one really knows yet because um, big enough. They aren't being used. They aren't being used as currency in that way. So it's not really like a, you know the laws for how they haven't been because it is. It's a new. It's a new frontier. As well. So yeah. Um, but yeah, Freddie, I think you haven't said anything. In, in all of this. Uh, I got two things that I was going to ask about that I don't understand because I googled it and I'm still not sure. Current currencies they're all working with banks and stuff because we have a centralized system i.e. Mm. a bank we we can go into debt you can't mm. go into debt with cryptocurrency that i'm trying to think like surely definitely what would just happen is you get people who just like any crypto with any currency who give you a loan and then you're indebted to somebody so rather than but yeah, yeah i see what you mean it would probably have to but where would it be alleged if you can't say that there's no such thing as a minus value? Instance? There's not. Mm. Unless, except for the time between transactions, I think it said that there's maybe a minus. Nice slow charts. If the solution to that then made more problems because if, if then, you know, like if you then try and make it closer to the like sort of system we have at the moment, does that then defeat yeah. the point of the whole idea of making it this new sense. I, I hadn't thought that. Before. I like the simple idea to be like, what happens if I run out of money? Well, the answer is don't be poor. <laughs> just, <laughs> just like, no, but I don't think you understand. I'm struggling now. Well, it doesn't work that way. That's just a big flaw. <laughs> We're going to abolish poverty by making it impossible to be put to run out of money. You're not allowed to be poor. You just yeah. die. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, there's, there's, there's always a workaround in horrendously difficult situations when you have enough money but when there's like oh it doesn't really benefit us so then we're not going to improve this situation for other people mm. yeah it's but, just yeah. sad isn't it um, mm. I have it's one cool. last point about Bitcoin but ask, I don't know if you want to say please something. do it please do it yeah. so Alistair you have Bitcoin I know I heard this less, too less than <laughs> less than one <laughs> by quite a long way Pretty poor. How long ago? Story. How long? I bought it on the first of January, twenty twenty-one. So a little bit late. What's that for this year? But... <laughs> I know. I'm gonna do a show about Bitcoin. Better buy one. And then what? Better buy a whole one. Yeah. Just like, one. Do, do you do you watch the the graph or something each day? You're like, oh, I've made. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I do that. I mean, I yeah, I'm yeah. <laughs> Uh, I think personally, I think as an investment, it's 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 very fun because it's it's like a very very bumpy ride. But I think the the most anyone who actually came to Zip looking for investment tips on Bitcoin, absolutely, um, you can lose it all in a way that you can't with other things. Um, I personally think it's unlikely that you will. It's based on sort of the history of it and where and how much big money's been pumped into it now. Um, I think that will make it like if you look at it short term, yeah, it might well go down to. I don't know, fifteen thousand. You could drop by fifty percent, like seventy percent, you know, uh, very easily. And you know, it, 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 it could well do that. Obviously, there's a lot of um, stimulus checks around the US at the moment, and obviously a lot of people that they're just getting that money for free and they don't actually need it that much, so they're putting it into things. And obviously, Bitcoin's that so hot right now. So, I think there is definitely a bubble aspect, but I think in the future, it's it's uh, it's not going anywhere. And I think it's solid, it's, uh, isn't it? It's it's a, it's a solid asset, and I think it also can be a life raft in, in a way that, it, it, like I said, just. In general, you know, first of all, investing is, um, you know, diversify your portfolio, right? So if you can, if you can, I, th I think it's a very good idea to get some 
Um, but definitely do not put any more in than you can afford to lose because you may very well lose all your Bitcoin. Yeah, it's going to only have it as a pot, which you just don't expect to use for however many years. Yeah. You don't if you want to do like dollar cost averaging with it over time, that's a very good idea. But, um, you remind me of a thing of, about the saving thing and stimulus. Oh, I can't remember the exact number, so I'm going to go for a, the lowest number that I know of that I think it could be, and then assume that of like in the UK, because people are saving, yeah, some people have been hugely affected by a pandemic. Other people have actually been able to furlough they're not eating as much, not going out as much, not spending as much, so they're saving money. And it's definitely, I want to say, like maybe two billion that the UK economy, the individuals have saved. Granted, some of that is the really rich people who have saved a colossal amount. Others, it is a case of like you just that is general. So at some point, when something goes back to normal, there's going to be a well, not a flood. I think there will be, especially when pubs open. Geez, um, but I think there'll definitely be this big wave of money suddenly go in, and then I think it will be. A relative amount of time which kind of it stays like that and then it eventually dip down again but yeah there's money yeah, yeah, the, the man with that that i did read recently not too long ago was that uh, the amount of government spent on like the amount the uk government has spent on uh furlough and you know just spend the pandemic basically costs 400 billion and um, for that like, that's a complete a number you can't even get your head around at all as you know um but one way to put a vague perspective was that you could pay off every single person's student loan twice in the entire country and still have more money than Warren Buffett by the end of that. <laughs> <laughs> With Warren Buffett, it's either it's a completely mental animal. Um, but yeah, no. Yeah, but yeah, the one thing about uh, debt as well uh, about countries of was it only recently? Is a thing about slavery, and that only recently have so when people had to give up um, slaves because when they abolished it, they had to. A lot of rich people would be like, well, I'm losing loads of money. You're, you're telling me that my free workforce I now have to pay for. So what's the government going to do? Because they've just changed my business. So they pay, had big payouts. And I think it was like 2000 and I don't know why I looked at my watch. I think it was like 2019. It was really recent. Maybe 2010, 2020, I can't remember. They only just finished paying off those debts to the slavers from however many years ago. I was saying like how it's still relevant. We're still paying off the debts we we did from years back, which is just mad. Absolutely. Yeah. And again, World War Two, huge debts from that, stuff like that. And oh, the, yeah, the debts we paid for America, we only finished the noughties, I think it was. At time of recording, the current, according to Google, which takes it from Coinbase, says that right now, one Bitcoin is worth 52,011 US dollars. What's it in pounds? Because I, I took the recording at the start of the show and see if it's changed. Oh, uh, yeah. Wait, hang on. Oh. But, but I definitely think, do you know, like, we used to have shillings and crowns and everything so, changed to the current currency now. And for a long time, you try to figure out, well, how much is that worth in old money, effectively? That's that's in the last hour. Um, oh. A peak and a... So dip, its lowest was thirty-seven thousand one hundred twenty-two pounds, and the highest it was thirty-seven three hundred forty-seven pounds. So like two hundred, two hundred twenty-five pounds, two hundred twenty-five pounds difference. That's that's this hour, this week. Wow. So it's gone up over the course of the week quite a bit. This month gone up a lot in uh, the last year, obviously. <laughs> Woo! Looking <laughs> at so yeah, it's gone pretty crazy. Although just to put some perspective on stuff, like maybe. I had to change a lot, well, a lot for me, <laughs> of money from euros to pounds, right? I was changing, uh, I, okay, I was changing 3,000 euros, which is a big deal. I was like very excited about this. And because I 
I was looking at the like the exchange rate, and I was like, oh, I kind of need to do it right now because I need to send this money to sort some stuff out. And if I'd done it on Monday, as opposed to when I did it on Thursday, I would have 60 extra pounds. <laughs> Six zero. Like, and I was like, oh, what? That's real money. That's like a good meal and a night out. Like, oh. <laughs> That's just that's oh. just exchange rate euro to pound, which are both mm. old ass current well oldish ass currencies. So I can't imagine what Bitcoin's do. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I definitely think when moving to cryptocurrency would be the difficult part of like when we change from old money to new money, people will still be trying to think of how much is that worth. But so it's just like oh well, it used to be twenty quid. This is now a hundred. Like what is the Bitcoin denomination? Satoshi's. Yeah, let's say Satoshi's. Yeah, let's say it's like hundred Satoshi's. Um, hundred Satoshi's is actually worth twenty quid, so it gives you an idea. And it just takes that bit of time for people to like, then just shift over to you know, oh, that will get me this, or that will get me that. I guess it was yeah. What was it? The price of gold is is not not flat by any means, but it's fairly stable by comparison. So I think that's something that may well come again in a long time. I mean, they're like they're still mining bitcoins until twenty one forty. So it'll be interesting, yeah, to see when it becomes an actual currency, we will use it as money rather than the investment, like you said. And yeah, when mm-hmm. people start having to or choose what they buy stuff in, because maybe people have their cryptocurrency amount that maybe they're paid in cryptocurrencies. If companies realise that it's cheaper for them to pay people in cryptocurrency because of fees. Um, Am I cutting yeah. out? It, it, it's a boat, I think, the, the FOMO that everyone's getting, you know, don't want to miss out on it. I think the um, the FOMO is definitely real. So. I, I definitely think as well, it'll put, when it fully, it, this is something that's going to happen over so many years, so it's not really, it's going to be a slow change, but there'll be so many jobs which aren't needed anymore, if you know what I mean. And it's something, it's like, oh, we don't need this whole industry because it's all effectively on a computer and it's all what peer-to-peer decentralised. So all those jobs and people that need to be there aren't necessary anymore which is a mad thought of like i guess as well when you reduce the amount of jobs stuff needs to be worth less i guess because do you like robots to do everything kind of thing you know that utopia about you don't need currency technically because everything's made well, currency be likes yeah <laughs> like, 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 like imagine a potential okay just think about this where you can choose if you want to work or not and people would say, oh, well, I wouldn't choose it. But I think I would choose to have a job that I got satisfaction from and I enjoyed. It'd be quite cool if it became more like people can choose to go into work and it's a noble thing to do and people who do it enjoy it and probably pass that down to their kids, maybe that want to do stuff. But if you don't want to do anything, it's okay. And maybe that would make a two-class dystopian future. See, I definitely think this will be based on parenting and let me say that because it's kind of like um we say this because like you know when people retire usually they, they get a job in a little bit volunteer they do whatever they get a little consultancy thing whatever and it's because like oh i've been doing this so many years i can't just not work i need to keep myself busy but if kids from the get-go and like new generation never learn to have work nine to five i guess it would end up just being that entertainment becomes your new work or whatever or maybe that's it you're like oh entertainment oh, inside vr I work at night <laughs> Because that's the relaxing. I, I chop down trees for a living, but they're all virtual. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's the thing as well that um, this is a real thing that people do in certain science. Well, it's, it's science, but it's for everyone. 
if they're trying to crack, let's say, uh, the shape of molecule needs to be to be a good drug, right? Like, yes, you can have a computer just randomly hack at it, but you can also make a game people play that's just a game but actually solves a problem for a computer. Mm -hmm. That could also be a future where well, we're playing games. Well, the one I actually love is, uh, is, is Farm Simulator, right? Is it a wildly popular game where you just do like, like the, what we did as humans thousands and thousands of years ago, anyway. Um, <laughs> Just farming. Also, I, think, I think it's with combine harvesters, so maybe not thousands of years ago, but you know what I mean? Like, it's just it's bizarre. Yeah. But, like, yeah, yeah, one thing you're thinking of, say, do you like Ready Player One, the idea of cryptocurrency, but actually, rather than being that something which is whatever, it's an in game currency, and then it gets so popular that everybody's always in game that you end up having jobs because someone's like, actually, I've got loads because I've bought loads in the real world. I will pay somebody to do something for me in game. And with this, you know, cryptocurrency effectively and then that could be one way it's not even deliberate in the way that like we're trying to make a currency it's like it's almost like accidental that's like oh actually no but then if it's a facebook run or if it's whoever run whoever actually owns the game then they are effectively the central bank of that they can do whatever they want with the currency yeah, true, yeah. so it's, I don't know, it's logic, but, but yeah i guess the idea of cryptocurrency which isn't decentralized it's just a case of it well a virtual currency i'd say um yeah yeah but yeah cool thought. It, 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 I think it's, it's, it's all about what people think has value and then they're mm. like, that's, 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 you know it's like if, it, if you believe it has value then it does yeah so, golden mirrors that's all. thank you very much for listening to this week's episode of no idea yet um, if you've got any thoughts about anything we should do in the future uh, don't hesitate to email us at no idea podcast at gmail.com and don't forget to follow us on Instagram. We are No Idea Yet Podcast. Uh, thank you all for listening, and we will see you, or you'll hear us next week. We'll be back. You can see us waving, right? <laughs>